0: Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving word of God, expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklaw of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed as you listen.
1: Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Stretch forth your mighty hand. Pour forth counsel. Pour forth wisdom. Pour forth blessings on this assembly that is gathered before you today. Cause our hearts to be regenerated by the hearing of your word. Cause this to lead to our unique transformation. Feed us. As you will feed till we can take no more. May we be abundantly blessed because we came in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Please do have your seats.
1: Amen. I see that the powers that be have released Mama Ruth to come and see me today. God bless the powers that be for releasing Mama Ruth for me. Mama Ruth, please come. Yes, now. Amen. You see, Mama Ruth, I have a report for you. Whilst you are away. Hashtag Mama Ruth, whilst you are away. These children almost killed me. You will not have come to find me here. So just so you know that they almost killed me whilst you were away. (laughs) You are welcome back. How long are you around for? Tuesday, yeah. did you miss us? I really missed you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah,
0: very much
1: so. You came to enjoy the nice weather in Nairobi. Yes, God bless you for coming. I appreciate Mama Ruth for me. <laughs> wow. Amen. (laughs) If um, you don't honor elders, you may not grow up to be one. Do you understand? And I highly regard Mama Ruth. I highly regard Aunt Agatha. At least, the rest of you, we are either age mates or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or oh, we are neck to neck some way somehow get a point now yes so don't be too proud amen but I appreciate them so much amen these days before I teach I always ask the Holy Spirit to um, there's a, a nice envelope here to sit on me. Do you understand? I always beg him to sit on me so that I can just teach you because these days I don't feel like teaching you I feel like telling you off. Do you understand? There's a difference. My human part wants to tell you off because I've been teaching for years. Do you get it? And I can boldly say teaching for years without tangible results. So, I don't feel like teaching. I'm making a confession. I'm human. If you like, judge me. Our pastor said he wants to tell us off. Yes, I feel like telling you off. Do you get it? So, I often pray for the Holy Spirit to sit on me and he should teach. Do you get it? I don't want to teach you, me, I want to tell you off. Do you understand? Yes. I want to tell you, if, if I'm left to myself, and then the Holy Spirit will say, use the scriptures. Yes. So, last Sunday, when I finished teaching, I, I, I thank him for listening to my prayers. Because some of you, that would have been the last Sunday, you stepped foot in this church. But I see you have come. Which means that he really sat on me. Do you get it? Yes. But if I want to just be my normal self. eh, I'll just tell you off. Yes. I subtract some small pickings from the whole thing. And tell the rest of you off. Why is he saying that? It is because... What I'm teaching often brings a reminder of so many pains. Do you understand? One of the pains mothers won't ever forget till they die is the pain of childbirth. I'm not talking of those who do C-session. They they have no clue what we're talking about. But we're talking of where you have a normal delivery process. It's a pain no woman can forget. Um, So it's not strange that in Galatians 4, back to last Sunday's scripture, at least we can start from the verse 18. Paul said something in Galatians 4. Um, Can we start from there? At least I've not started telling you off. (laughs) King James, please. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. And not only when I'm present with you. So Paul is telling the Galatians that it is good to be zealously affected. Not sometimes, but always, always, in a good thing. In what? A good thing. The question then is, what zealously affects you? Some of you have sat in this church for years. And when we're looking for your zeal, uh, I think the Holy Spirit is not sitting on me today. It's about to, it, it wants to come. When we're looking for your zeal, and if we remember any time you had a zeal, it was not in a good thing. Is it a time you fought? In the church. Is that a good thing? But you fought zealously. The day the Holy Spirit doesn't answer the prayer I've prayed there. Eh? <laughs> like the prayer for him to sit on me. As I teach. Do you understand? Hmm. When we remembered your zeal... Can we say the zeal was in a good thing? One day, Jehu, maybe we should rush there, asked the children of Israel to come and see his zeal. His zeal. And he was very specific. He said, his zeal... For the Lord. And in case you don't know who Jehu is, he's is the one God used to fulfill his prophecy concerning the house of Ahab. And when he rode off to bring to pass. What God has said, you will do concerning the house of Ahab. This is what he said, and he said, Come, second Kings 10 16, with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Do you see that? So they made him ride in his chariot. So you can either have zeal for the Lord. Some people have zeal for football. If you want to see their zeal, introduce football. you see their zeal. If you want to see their zeal, some people have zeal for rugby. Some people, and the, the thing with all these things is that it never shows who you are as a believer. If you we will see you are a believer, it will have to do with the Lord. Are you following? Yeah. Some people have zeal for politics. That is the point. No. You want to know zeal? You want to know zeal? I'm going to show you zeal. zeal. When you want to see zeal, you see what is in the English is called effortless pursuit. Like the person is not struggling to do. He, he wants to run a commentary on the economy. He, he, he effortlessly, he writes a whole page On how the president is collapsing the economy. Nobody pressured him. Nobody paid him money to write. In fact, he's a follower of the president and the projects of the president. So, anywhere there is the president, he goes there to write. Can you see that z effortlessly? Then, when you come to the church, you have to use force, you have to use threats to see a so-called believer even say something about quiet time. Many of you have. A form of religion. Truth is, you're not a Christian. You have a form of religion. Who is a Christian? A follower of Christ. A believer of Christ. So you have a form Of religion. Reality is, some of you, politics is what you truly follow. Some of you, football is what you worship. You worship football. Imagine telling an Englishman not to watch football. Hmm. (laughs) Do, Do you understand? Like, you're telling a Liverpool supporter not to I mean, how? How is that possible? And that guy has never been to church in the last 25 years. But he can tell you everything about his football club. Right? Now, some of you don't pretend you, you don't know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, you, you know exactly what I'm teaching. So, the reality is you have a zeal for many things. But not a zeal for good things. (laughs) Some of you have zeal for girls. Oh yeah. I mean, look at you. It doesn't take you much to get a girl's number. But when they tell you to go and find a soul... It's like suddenly they've thrown one pin into the universe and you have been sent to locate the pin that have been thrown into the universe. The truth is that when you have no zeal for anything, watch this, instantly you start experiencing difficulties. So that's what I believe it should be in Ecclesiastes where he talks of the grasshopper Becomes a bedding. Are there people who eat grasshoppers? Are there people who eat grasshoppers in and around here? It, the grasshopper is one of the lightest incense. Very light. Very, extremely light. Yeah. It, it, you, you can't even find that as, I, I don't know if it even weighs any much. The grasshopper. Then suddenly, you realize that the grasshopper, when you carry it, the thing is like 50 kgs. Do you understand? And then it's so weighty. That is why you find that now that nobody pressurizes you to do quiet time, you are the most happiest. Then when the pressure comes, it's like you are under attack. Your life is under attack. Reading the Bible makes you feel besieged. Praying makes you feel besieged. The grasshopper becomes a burden that is what you if if you take a very 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 old person say 85 90 do you understand 85 90 years old all right like if you take the president of the US now hmm? he still wants to be president he has to Sometimes he doesn't know whether he's stepping on the ground or his, his feet is up. He, 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 listen, we all, if, as long, if God gives you the benefit to reach 80 years, eh, you go through it. Yes. You wouldn't know whether you are stepping down. You, you literally may walk like a drunkard. You know what happens as you grow? you lose your sense of balance. Yes. There's something called homeostasis or whatever gives the body balance. Even your ears will lose balance because the, the balance is maintained by the ears. huh autostatic, autostatic Tension. Is in the ears, is it? Yes. So that's what gives every human balance. You see, you, you didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can walk in a straight line. Then, when you take in alcohol, you go out of balance. So, when a policeman catches you, he will ask you to walk a straight line. One of the ways they test if you have taken in alcohol beyond a certain volume is to ask you to walk a straight line, which is impossible for you. Yeah, you walk all right and you insist it is very straight. But the one who is not drunk knows that you are walking zigzag, zigzag. Do you understand? Or they ask you to lift one leg. If you're drunk, you can't maintain your balance. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Next time you have somebody ask you, I've not drunk, I've not. Just tell, lift your leg. And see how long they can maintain balance. They cannot because they, there's an imbalance that has been created by the intake of alcohol. Do you understand? I, I don't, why am I saying what I'm saying? All right, so older people, I'm talking of, I'm not talking of 60 years. I'm talking of, I'm not even talking of 55. If you're 55, you're not old. Yes, I'm talking about when you are 85 to 90 years. Do you get it? So you can maintain, yes. Then you see that even the grasshopper for somebody like that, Becomes a burden. Do you get it? So when the things of God begins to feel like a burden, come to church, it's a burden. Some of you, it's a miracle that we see you once in a while. Not that you come to church. It's a miracle that now we see you once in a while. Hmm. And mind you, hmm? let me talk like it. mind you, God didn't give you a church online. You see, some of you, if you need somebody to help you bury the dead, you won't go to your online pastor. Don't let modernism deceive you about God's blueprint and God's principles. Do you understand? Imagine giving birth online. We, we call it e-birth. Huh? Like you can get pregnant remotely and give birth into the internet and your child is... But how do you give birth? You go to Kenyatta. You go to Nairobi Women's. When God wants to birth you, he births you into an environment that he, God, has instituted. That is why the church is crucial. Are you listening to me? That's why your your wife cannot have e-pregnancy. And then give birth electronically or um, internetly. Then when they ask you, oh, I have three sons. Where is one? Oh, one is on Facebook. The second is on Instagram. And the third is on Twitter. Your children are on your first born is on Facebook. Do you get? Do you understand what I'm teaching? Your second one is on Instagram. Then your third born is on TikTok. Because that's where your wife gave birth to them and they have entered the system. No, there is a place for such things. And then there is a place for the spiritual family God has instituted. Are you listening to me? So, you have a form of religion. How does a follower of Christ find following Christ difficult? Some of you, the people you should hate, you don't hate them. The people you should love, you hate them. How do you hate somebody who tells you to read your Bible every day if it's not witchcraft? Meanwhile, you love the girl who opens her legs for you every day. I I know what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying you, you love who... You should hate, and you hate whom you should love. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the best friend of the drunkard? The one who supplies the drink. Shouldn't he hate the person who gets him into that condition? No, he supplies my fix. He supplies my changa. Right? So he loves him. Then the one who says, do not drink is hated by him because he seemingly seems to be sitting on a sort of enjoyment or comfort. People naturally hate Whom they should love. And they love whom they should hate. (laughs) Are you listening to me? Yeah. So, back to Galatians 4. There is a zeal every Christian should be seen walking in. Jehu said, come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. So he had a zeal that other people can see. And the zeal was for the Lord. Your zeal is not for the Lord. As you sit here, you have absolutely no zeal for the Lord. What occupies you on Monday? What occupies you on Tuesday? What occupies you on Wednesday? What occupies you on Thursday? What occupies you on Friday? What occupies you on Saturday? It is only Sunday. You remember, let me go show my face somewhere. That is no zeal. What your preoccupation is with tells us what you are zealously affected with. Instead of me, lead me the way. So if you're here and you you say I want to marry, you should only say so. When you are willing to be led, that's another relationship where you'll be told what to do. You understand? All these, those of you who are speaking Instagram English. You know, <laughs> stay on Instagram. Don't marry. Don't marry. Hey. marry Instagram, Mrs. Instagram. Do you understand? Instagram won't tell you what to do. But this is another form of relationship where you'll be told what to do. That of a husband and a wife. So the man, the Bible says, is the head of the woman. As Christ is the head of the church. So watch this. This is God's principle. Christ is the head of the man The man is the head of the woman. The man and the woman are under the leadership of Christ. So if you are seated here as a woman and you say you are born again, you are Holy Ghost filled and you marry an unbeliever, who is the head of that unbeliever? I'm just teaching Bible. The man is the head of the woman. Christ is the head of the man. Are you listening to me? Now you say, I am Holy Ghost filled. When it's time to marry, you married an unsaved man who is the head of that man? Hmm? Who is the head of that man? Huh. So you have to make sure you marry somebody whose leadership you can follow. Yeah? <laughs> And that's why every young man must be trained in how to lead. Because you will lead a household. As we speak, young man, you don't have a waking up time. Okay, the teaching is some way. Young man, you're going to be a leader. You you haven't even so much as started leading yourself. Do you see how complex the whole thing is? So there is a young lady who doesn't know she's supposed to be led. She's falling in love with a young man who cannot lead himself. Talk of leading her. So confusion twice confounded. Two confused individuals are in love we are not disputing that you are in love as for love is a reality but this is confusion twice confounded one who doesn't know she's to be led is being in love with one who cannot lead or doesn't know how to lead are you listening to me and when you want to train them to lead, they run away from you. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen. Go to any academy, be it a police academy, be it a, uh, the military academy, uh, um, whether it's even f- uh, fire, the, the people who call fire, 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 fire fi- fighters, um, um, prisons, right? Prisons, prisons, prisons. prisons yeah? Go to any of these institutions for training to become one of their... Whether it's to fight fire, whether it's to be a policeman. One of the first things that is induced in you is the aspect of self-discipline. When do you wake up? Some of you today, they have to pour water on you to wake up. You see, you're going to lead a household... And you're not so much as started leading yourself. So left in a world where nobody tells you what to do, your life is a mess. And many of you, your life is a mess. There is no, if you look into your life as I'm teaching you, there is no semblance of order in your life. Like I wake up at this time. When I wake up, this is what I do. Then I do this. Then I move on to this. And then I do this. And then I do this for the rest of the, there is no such, your life is chaotic. Absolute chaos. You dislike me because I teach you this. So now you have a wife. And then you have children. Is is it in my head? I'm trying to imagine a picture like that. First of all, your wife is waking up at 9 a.m. The children are not in school. Every, Every morning when you wake up, you are surprised the children are here. Every morning when you wake up, you're surprised that the children are here. It's it's like you expected them to be somewhere and they should be teleported there. No, somebody has got to have discipline to wake up at a certain time, wake up the children, make sure they are ready and not late for school. But two confused people, a woman who watches series 2 a.m., And a young man who is up and about and, and returns home at 12 midnight are in charge of this household. What is the outcome of this house? <laughs> so there is an established relationship that makes somebody tell you what to do. One of them is that of a wife and a husband. If you want to challenge me pertaining to how much um, spice you want to put in a food, challenge me. But as to the destiny of my family, you are not in charge. If you want to buy brown shoe for the children, buy brown shoe. I'm not going to waste my time on brown shoe. (laughs) The color of my children's shoe doesn't change their destiny. Eh? But their character. Are are you following? You're pretending you're not following. (laughs) Yeah? So that's another relationship. You'll be told what to do. Many women don't enjoy their marriages because of this one thing. They can't be instructed. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, if naturally you can't be instructed, even in the bedroom, we can't instruct you. Turn like this. Then your headmistress will come. Yeah. The way you are, you're going to carry it to the bedroom as well. You're, gonna go, you're gonna go. I mean, the way you are, you're going to, listen, we'll find you the way you are in the bedroom. Hey, God forbid you, you marry a woman who cannot be instructed. Aye. You do missionary style till you die. Ah, wait, oh, wait. Between the kitchen and the bedroom, when will she change? You didn't understand that. I said, between the kitchen to the bedroom, at which point is she going to be different? You don't understand what I'm asking you. Oh, you are pretending, eh? <laughs> when is she going to change? Same, thing. same. same. So this is another established relationship that, te- that would tell you what to do. Hey, if you are single here, seated here, you are single, Ah, I can instruct you. Hey, go, go here, go and preach here. When you marry and your husband says, sit down. And you call, Apostle, my husband says, sit down. I'll ask you, why are you telling me? Go and sit down now. Huh? Because your head says, sit. That's why choosing a life partner is not on the basis of, oh, he makes my heart beat, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> have, you of, have you heard of heart failure before? <laughs> why are you marry? He makes my heart beat, boom, 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 boom. Because the same person who makes your heart beat like that can instruct you on what to do, that is an affront to Christ. What would you do then? Yeah. Talk to women who married men and then they later got the women. They later, got born again. As I'm speaking, their husbands are in the house. They are in church. (laughs) I I should put the microphone down. Should I put the microphone down? I said, talk to women who married men. They were all in the same category. Do you understand? Bandana, bandana. Clap, clap. Naivasha, naivasha. Mombasa, Mombasa. And then along the way, she came and said, oh, Mungu. Tafadali ni saitie, ni I'm saying, talk to women. Right now, the husband is like a huge stone she's carrying through her life. Hey, forget stone. Mountain. Because you see, having met Christ, something changed in you. You're not the same woman he married. In fact, even you, you have become a mountain he's carrying because he used to do bandana, bandana. Now when he's doing bandana alone and he's frustrated that you have left the bandana league. And you have found another head. Are you listening to me? So as you are suffering him, he's also suffering you. But then, you two, you want to be in the Bible. (laughs) And then Paul has told you that you cannot divorce him. So, right now, what you are as a wife is what I will call a sanctifier. When your husband goes and does bandana, you come to church and you do magradush kataba. When you go home, then your sanctity covers the bandana guy. And then now you, you find out you are in the Bible. Are you listening to me? Oh. You dreamt of going to missions together. Hey, Your dreams are valid. Oh. Yeah. Both of you were following the law, following the Lord. then you, you married, following the Lord. Now following the Lord has gone back to alcoholism. I'm teaching you all the scenarios. Or you don't want any scenario. Hmm. You are serving the Lord together. If I can can you imagine what burden I will be to my wife if I stopped I stopped serving the Lord. Hmm. Can you imagine? Then she has to make me a prayer point. So What you're taking for granted is the fact that you are in a position where somebody, you see, somebody is going to tell you that I go to bed at 9 p.m. Sister, I don't sleep early. Sister, I'm I'm used to sleeping at 2 a.m. Has it occurred okay to you that you are now somebody's wife and that when he's heading off to bed, he expects you to accompany him to bed? Is it, some of you can see that you are not ready for marriage. Right right about now, some of you can see. Yeah. Yeah. Because you love having your own way. You love to have your own way. You, some of you women, you are, you are, you are bulldozers. Huh? You're bulldozers. Huh? Hey, where the bulldozing doesn't work, then they use emotional blackmail. A girl who has never cried since 1975 starts crying. <laughs> it takes a leader to say this is crocodile tears." it takes a leader it takes a leader to look at you when you finish crying we will talk yeah? finish crying then we will talk it takes a leader that's why you say hmm, he doesn't love me uh, because you are doing foolish crying and he's not buying it, right? It takes a leader to say, "When you finish crying, we'll talk." You're not even asking me why I'm crying. Why should I ask you? I know why you're crying. <laughs> then I say, "At least, but still, ask anyway." What does that do? <laughs> what does that do? Ask anyway. Do you understand? Yeah. It's a relationship where you'll be told, sit down. That is why if you're not ready, don't enter that. That's another relationship. Then another relationship that tells you what to do is that of a father and a son. But I didn't ask to be born by any man. You are born. You are somebody's son. So a father, you know, I'm going closer to my son. Has every right to tell his son what he should do. I know you don't buy that because you, you, you were independent when you came out. You see, among all God's creatures, only the snake is independent from the one. You will never see baby snakes around mother snake receiving milk. The moment the baby snake comes out, it's like, it's you. We'll meet in a while later. Bye. Bye. A baby snake. Some of you, we should call you baby snakes. I was here and um, my spiritual father called me from London. I said, Ray, there's a young man here who is stranded. He came to preach for Pastor they went and put him downtown, Una at downtown. He's a foreigner. He's, they brought him all the way from Ghana. He was stranded, but he knew my spiritual father. So when he was stranded, he called my spiritual father, and then my spiritual father called me and said, "Please see how to help him as much as you can." I was broke. Do you remember? I was broke at that time. But who is sending me? My friend? I will tell my friend, I'm sorry. I'm unable to help. But who is sending me? My girlfriend? No. Who is sending me? My father says, do this. And I was broke. You see, that's what you don't understand. That's why some of you are in this church and you live as though you are on a free range system. You go and come as you wish. Some of you, when you live today, we'll see you December, if, if God helps us. If God doesn't help us, we'll see you January. January. I'm. I'm say January. January okay. March. Nobody tells you sit down. So, Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. So you know that the relationship is one that you are told, do this and you do it. A certain man had two sons and he called his eldest son and told him, go work in my farm today. And he says, yes, sir, I go with. But he did not go. And he called the younger one and he says, go work in my farm today. And the young man says, I go I won't go. So it's a relationship where you are told go here and you go. The reason this generation is not blessed is because we have removed the place of fathers in our lives. I, I don't blame many of you. anyway. I mean, I don't blame you. Pastor, why don't you? Your penny started working in class 6. So, you think you're also a father. By the many vaginas you have chopped, you think you're a father. That's the deception you have. That right now there is a girl you have been married hiding in your house is making you think you're a father. You are not a father. A father is a responsibility. Some of you young men, just because you get erection, you are deceived. (laughs) Hmm? Some of you, this is what you do. You intentionally position yourself in a way so as not to be told anything. It's hot. Hey, there are some people if they don't come to church, I cannot ask them.
2: Why, why weren't you in church?
1: And then there are some people if they don't come to church, I would be almost near slapping them. <laughs> you know the difference? Positioning. Somebody has positioned themselves in a way that you can question them. Another has positioned himself in a way that, hey, leave me alone. And you have them in households. There are children a father can easily rebuke and there are ones, he has to go talk to your son. Position it. Yeah, position it. And never you assume that you are somebody's father. So, I'm going to break the father thing into two now. One, you are left with no assumption. Yes, the biological fathering. You're left with no... You cannot, I mean, (laughs) this is your father. Are you going to assume, is he my father, is he not my father? You can't assume, this is your father. Right? So biology gives you no doubt. Right? Now, where the doubt is, is in spiritual fathering. So biologically, my son has no doubt that I'm his father. Hey, let me slap him five times. When I finish slapping, he will still say, Daddy, you, let me not slap you, let me just correct you. Can you see the difference? Biologically, I slap my son. Disciplining him. When I finish, you say, thank you, daddy. You, just what I'm teaching alone is making you have doubt. Is he he my spiritual father? (laughs) No, I'm your spiritual uncle. So, a lot of your life is messed up. So this man had two sons. He wakes up, he tells, he came to the first and said, son, go work today in my vineyard. This first son behaves like some people here. He answered and said, I will not. Those of you are very rebellious. I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. Do you understand? So he comes to his daddy, please. Today, I'm playing PS. I can't go to do farm work. I'm doing what? I cannot go and do? I was sharing with the pastors that I read. I read, well, I'm always reading something. I read that Naivas, which is one of the biggest supermarkets around now, or still growing, the original founder, he started Naivas and it was called Navo. You see, you know, it was called Navo, Navo Supermarket. And he said at a point, he sold it because his children were not interested in managing the business. So when he checked and checked, none of his children wanted to be involved. You see, and that's the difference between African business and Indian and European business businesses they are children if their father is a fundi they want to be a doctor you get the point now indian your father is a fundi you st- when you are born they put hammer in your hand Then you see that for the next 50 years, you see, if you go down this road, eh, you see companies, manufacturing entities, just around here, a lot of them, belongs to Indians. If they show you where they started it from, and if they show you who are the people managing, you see a son, you see a daughter, you, and then they started this Kitambo. African children like to experiment. Is it can I stop here and say something to you? Hear me and hear me well. Your life is not um, call of is it call on duty or call of duty? Uh, call on call of duty. Your life is not call of duty. Uh, your life is not a PS where you, you have multiple if you die, you can restart the game. Come on now, I'm talking to you. You can restart the game and then you have a new life. In reality, your life is one. Stop experimenting with your life. And some of you, you, you take a certain road to see where the road will lead After preaching, like I was told the other day, after preaching to a young man in this church, you, after preaching to you for how many years, you have sat here, have preached, you have slumbered, you have woken up, you had points number three for four years, for five years. When you leave here to go work, you are going to work in a, a bar. Even me, me, your pastor, Who can speak in tongues for God knows how many hours? I will not try going to work in a bar. But see, nobody tells you what to do. Anybody tell you what to do becomes your perceived enemy. So now you go work in a bar and then you come to church. Then when we reach out to you to come to church, it's like, oh, uh, uh, how are you? Wanna, wanna disturb. Wanna sumboa, mimi sana. Ah, nini? Eh? Can it say one church every day? Sumboa, sumboa. Ah, mimi. Then you change your number. You see, you are you are experimenting. I'm teaching. Yeah. No, no, no. After all the teaching, you are still trying to experiment. Church is quiet. You don't want me to teach today. I should teach. I should change the message. Is it? If you are as, it, it's amazing to me that people sit here, and then they—that must be the person who is working at the bar. <clears throat> You know, you, you, you're you not even asking for God's counsel. Are you listening to me? What I'm telling you something. You're, is it next time you're taking a decision? And a decision, you know, you know, deep down is wrong. But you have decided, I'll take it anyway. Just understand that. Your life is not... Call of duty. is not Grand Theft Auto. Right? It's not. Hey, your life is real. But I see that you want to experiment with it. And see where it will lead. So what haven't I taught you? When you get a job offer. You can't examine it within the light of the revelation you have had for the years that you have had it. And wait, you see, wait, 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 excuse me. Is God the only one giving out opportunities? As we sit here, Satan is also busy dishing out opportunities to people. As for him, he's on overdrive, he's overworking so that relationship the biological one, your father doesn't, I don't need my son's permission to discipline him let me add, I don't even need my wife's permission some women think you need a discussion before you punish Kababa you understand, yeah I don't need your permission. You get a point now. So, that is with no doubt. Verse 30, he goes to the second son, right? And he says, son, likewise, he said, I go, sir, and went not. Forget the first son, right? There are not many of that kind around here. Yes. Yeah. Many of you, go, go back to that, that son, please. <laughs> I'm not rushing to teach. Uh, is this not that? I can teach my son for 70 Sundays. <laughs> huh? This part two of my son, right? Yeah, this part two of my son. I can teach my son in 70 parts. What I do? <laughs> <laughs> This one no verse 28 the one who says i will not go he he doesn't resemble many of you many of you are not outrightly recalcitrant many of you are not outrightly incorrigible you have a form and appearance of the second son Do you understand? I said the first son. Eh? Many of you don't have that appearance. Daddy, i go. You don't have that appearance. No, he doesn't resemble many of you here. Do you get it? But this is who you resemble. Twenty. Verse thirty. He came to this one, and he says, "I." Cool. look, he, even you sir this is where the fear of the people who you sir comes from hmm. I have a setting I'm uncomfortable when people call me sir it's very likely you see me as your head, the headmaster of your former school Huh? You get it? He said, I go, sir! You think the guy is militarized to obey? And then, went not? This church, I've sat in council, I've sat in meetings with people. Go and work in the farm today. They said, we go, sir! Why not? Why not? It can be done. Why not now? To the work. To the work. To the work. Time no day. Time no day. Time no day. (laughs) Do the work. Do the work. To the work. To the work. To the work. But when they leave... They will not go. So many people resemble this second son. I will, I will. You see, I have, I have taught in this church. And I'll continue to teach it until a time that one day you, even you, you surprise yourself the day you say something you mean. And you mean what you say. many people don't say what they mean and many people don't mean what they say that's why I've had many people who call me daddy daddy yeah like this morning when Amos was calling me daddy you know as daddy was preaching When Amos was giving his testimony, he was saying, Daddy, you know. So that day, Daddy was praying. And he prayed about the legs that carry us to places of distraction. Hey, Daddy. It is all Daddy, Daddy. It is all pops. It's all Popsito. It's all Papito. It's all Papa. Is yes. all Papalicious. Until the day I tell you, shut up, you foolish child. Keep quiet. And then daddy goes out of the window and says, why are you talking like that? Why are you shouting? <laughs> I can't stay in this house anymore. Yeah. I can't stay in this church anymore. Hmm. True or not true? So when people call me Zadzi, 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 hmm. hmm. Zadzi, hmm. huh. I don't know what went wrong in many of you. Your upbringing—you only have to start correcting somebody. And you see the face. Those who even try hard to hide it is like a volcano is about to explode. You cannot be a child until you can be corrected. You can be rebuked without you catching feelings. daddy 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 daddy. some people I allow them to call me daddy daddy and then one day I want to test the daddy one day I tested some daddy things Hmm? then a scripture was sent to me do you want to know the scripture that was sent to me The scripture is in Ephesians. So the person said, Since we're talking about scriptures, how about we look into this scripture also? Fathers. The person you see, the person was a daddy person, and I was testing the daddy things. So the person had to give me a daddy scripture. Fathers. Provoke not your children to wrath. <laughs> but bring them up in the nature and admonishing of the Lord. One daddy thing I was testing, I got a scripture. If I write a book, eh, I'll write volumes. (laughs) Since we're talking about scriptures, let's look at Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4. It takes maturity to laugh. When I got a scripture, I laughed. Eh, The person got me so well. (laughs) I remember where I was I was driving to Limuru or coming from Limuru I remember exactly where I was when I had to read the scripture (laughs) (laughs) fathers provoke not your children to (laughs) wrath hey you mean you find a scripture for your daddy (laughs) When I provoke, I got a scripture. I've never forgotten this scripture. Pacaleo. So, Daddy, you speak, speak scripture, I'll, I'll also speak scripture. If you quote from Zechariah, I'll quote from Proverbs. <laughs> scripture upon scripture. Hey! Daddy will only provoke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a scripture and I said, wow. wow. At least my Bible study has worked. <laughs> yeah. You get a point now. If your father cannot tell you what to do, one, two. If your father cannot discipline you, the book of Hebrews says you are a bastard. <laughs> eh, you are catching feelings. <laughs> if your father cannot chastise you, where when a Haram? Hmm? Somebody gave birth to you, but we don't know who. The church is hot. (laughs) But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, all children, all sons should be partakers of what? Chastisement. Then are ye bastards and not sons. (laughs) It is written. Then are ye what? Read the Bible. Why don't you like the Bible? Then are ye what? And not the ideal is I said the ideal is to be what? A son. Not to be what? A bastard some of you as you sit here you don't know whether it is me or a TV Joshua look alike right? yeah. huh? or a shakahola or a Jehovah Wanyoni. you don't know who is your father I saw two of my church members one is here and the other has left her to the other place who were doing T.B. Joshua things. I, I, I saw two of my church members. So I saw them in a prayer line. Holding card. With their problems. And they were in a certain church. I, listen. I, I'm not afraid of any of you here. So I saw them, they were holding. (laughs) You know, you have to hold your problem for the man of God. (laughs) 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 They are are fighting a message. (laughs) The next day, even the card will sell it. The card you write your problem on Eh? will sell it. I also want to be rich. We'll sell the card here. If you buy any other card, don't write your problem. (laughs) I also want to be rich. You see, this is what you admire. And Paul told the Corinthian church, you would suffer anyone who takes advantage of you. But because I teach you and I tell you the truth, nah, it doesn't... Some of you are here... Today is Sunday. You go for a prophetic service in, in, in Machaco's on Tuesday. That's why we don't see you on Tuesday night. Because you, you are traveling back from the prophetic service. So I saw two of my church members and they had their problems written in front of them. Yes. I, I'm trying not to say something. Yes. <laughs> I'm, 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 The Holy Spirit is... I'm fighting the Holy Spirit and he said, I'm sitting on you. Huh? So, I saw them like this. And it dawned on me. You see, that event, so you know, that event, that event, I saw it like three months before. Yes. So, One of the member who is here, I was going to the toilet, and I saw her. And I wanted to say, why don't you declare that you are permanently over there? And then the Holy Spirit sat on me. And I look at a person, but that time I had received the inclination. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when I now saw TB Joshua, you know, anointings don't die, mantles don't die. If you want it, you'll get that mantle. Hey, if I want to do, and you move like this, Jesus is suffering. Like, he put his children under, what is, the, the Bible says, ask a question, what is the chaff to the wheat? That I want you to be delivered, I play you like football, get me football, I play, as I play football, you're also jumping as I'm playing the football. What is the wheat, what is the chaff to the wheat? But you see, modern day Christians love the chaff. We, uh, we feed on the chaff. If I want you to, some of you have make you do certain dances. I do my hand like this. If I want you to fall like, do this. <laughs> then, wow. You pastor, I'm a Meanwhile, what this teaching does, in terms of delivering somebody from something, that minute of charade and that minute of theatrics will not do. <laughs> like the choir like this, you have come today very white. I make all of you fall down. When you are going home, people will be like, hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say something to you. You see? <laughs> and I make sure every single one of you has fallen down. To the ground. Yes. To the ground. What not betize any asha that is trying to keep you from falling. I also give the asha shikai. <laughs> By the time we close, so a person, hmm? Hmm? That's, so I saw, so I saw, I saw, you see, what this teaching does, huh? Do you know what it takes for a young man like Amos to stand here in front of all of you and say, it's been two months and I have not drunk alcohol. It's not by theatrics. The teaching of the word. You see... When Jesus talks of deliverance in Luke chapter 4, he says I have been anointed. When he talks of being anointed, one of the things he says is to preach deliverance to the captives. Not to demonstrate theatrics. And me if I'm doing anything I take it to World Cup. So me if it's football anointing for you to fall down, I'm going to construct goal here. A goal post here. I'm just talking about myself like if I'm to do that I won't I won't just play f- invisible football. Happy? No no. I I will I'll make Pastor Edwido construct goal post here. One here, one there. And then I'll tell you when I've scored the goal with a ball you have not seen. <coughs> I take you to world cup level. Are you listen to me? Huh? It's not by theatrics. I believe in the anointed. If we do anointing service now, many of you will go home. You'll be on the floor. Yes. Hmm. So you can't say, oh, he's not anointed. you want to know the prayer point? Is it what you have written to be prayed for? I can show you how many people came to this church with stomach problems. They didn't even have an idea when that disease left them. But I'm not shouting on the rooftop. Your stomach problem is gone. Give the Lord a clap. <laughs> I have been shouted. Do you know the healings I've 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 I've, I've seen in this church? So you people should have been spiritual. You find a card waiting for this day. So the problem is here. So the man of God. What is the picture of your mother? you will write your problem these days I've I've decided you will write your problems you got a point now the whole world will know what your problem is well if you don't believe in the anointing here there is no need sitting here I go sir That's what I'm saying. Many of you don't resemble the first son. You resemble the second son. Send me an apostle. I will go. Wherever you send me an apostle, I will go. Today, they are writing placards. Yes. you know the other day I I said to myself I wish I had the power to return some people to default setting when they met me like I'm annoyed with LP I return her to back to her problems (laughs) ah write your problem brother Write problems, write problems and bring. Now you are a good assistant. (laughs) Write the problem and bring. (laughs) Make sure the card receives as many of your problems as possible and bring it for demonstration. Do you know why I cancel? Hey, hey, hey. I got afraid when I saw the video. The people who rush forward. Hey, 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 have written placard. And are holding it in another place. You think I want you to come and jump here. Doing. I Let the real people that celebrate you. Whether they clap at the back. And they celebrate you. And it's real. Clap for me from the back. But to come forward. "Hmm." And then you're looking at me. (laughs) I'll go ahead and write my problems. (laughs) I said no. (laughs) I said no. Hey. No. Next, I will be a prayer point that I have been given to a certain prophet as a prayer point. (laughs) On a card. Where's the card? Hey, bring the card, quickly. TB Joshua's anointed has come here. Your problems are many. See, that's, that's the problem with you. You have never been to such places you know how to write problems, all your problems on a card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Men rarely chase miracles. I uh, I know, could you happen? <laughs> 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 Ah, you have been there before. <laughs> because as the man of God is operating, you have to hold the card well, so that if God smiles on you and I see your problem, then and I'm led to attend to your problem. Go, receive good finances. Amen. <laughs>
2: you
1: think we don't know how to do it? Yeah, go. <laughs> uh-huh. Go and receive good finances. You get the point now? So, I've I've, I've thrown the card away. Tomorrow, you can buy another card. Write another problem. Okay? Good. If you use any other card, we won't pray for you. (laughs) My son, go. I go. Sir, I go. Does he go? No. <laughs> oh, some people wish they today they went to pick some card and they didn't come here today. <laughs> they should have been carrying some card somewhere Ish, instead of coming here. <laughs> uh uh-huh, Take. Please, I'm posing for the camera.
2: <laughs>
1: Who are you following? Even Jesus asked the woman, how long has he been in this problem? Hey, let me tell you something. If I was to do this, eh? I will. I just look at one problem, and then my prophetic I will open. In fact, I will even prophesy better with. Come, come here, with come and hold the card. Now this is me taking it to World Cup level. Huh? When you came, I didn't know what your problem was. Uh, before I have to dig. And know what is. But now you have given me a beginning. You got a point now? Yeah. Job. Job. Then I'm just going to go into a few years into her life. And tell her at which point this job became a problem. She knows herself well enough to know that what I've told her about her job. You have listed it here. I think, Charlie... Next week, Friday, prophetic service. Come with your card. Come with your card. Yes. If you want to know what is wrong with you, you buy a card at the gate. Yes. Won't tell you the color of the card. Some of you come with your own special card. (laughs) She gives me this. This is her problem. Ah, You've given me a head start. Five minutes, I'm going to fetch something spiritually and I'm going to tell her exactly when this issue started in her life. I won't finish. She and the card will fall down. (laughs) (laughs) Via, via, via phone. Via phone. We pray for people and wherever they are they are healed wherever they are they can fall under the anointing not when you are in front of me with bad finances huh. you hold the card yes. my son Destiny. You should have written you see you. You don't go to such place. You have written destiny problems. <laughs> huh? You see, truth is, many people sit here and they are not sons. It's my time up. Take your problems. <laughs> Huh? Yeah? So, that's, in fact, if I'm to establish this point without any doubt, eh, take me to Philemon. Take me to the book of Philemon. Philemon. Yes. Let's go to Philemon. and see something. Do you want to see something in Philemon? Paul, the person writing the letter is what? He says, a prisoner of Jesus Christ and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved. So he's writing the letter, Alright? And he's there with Timothy and they are writing the letter to who? Their brother Philemon. Our dearly beloved and what? Fellow laborer. Let's go. Move with me. And to our beloved Aphia and Achippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. Apparently, it is believed that Aphia is the wife of Philemon and Archippus was the son alright, it is believed so and then there was a church in their house that is because the first century church they met in houses alright they met in houses so Philemon had a church in his house Some of you, we can't even use your houses for churches. (laughs) I get a point now. Verse 3, let's move. I said that relationship is also one that you can be told what to do. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hearing of thy love and faith with thou, I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers. Verse 5. Hearing of thy love and faith with thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints. Verse 6 that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. It sounds like Latin. Switch to NLT, verse 7. Let's start from verse 7. NLT from verse 7. So you don't say, he read Greek. We didn't understand anything he read. Verse 7 from... NLT, or I should find my own Bible. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother. You soon know who he's writing. The position between Paul and this guy that he's calling a brother, you soon know it. He says, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the heart of God's people. Verse 8. That is why I'm boldly asking a favor of you. The relationship he had with Philemon, he's able to boldly ask what? A favor some of you, if we type, can you please do me a favor? you respond till next year. He wrote. That is why I'm boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ. So, by right, Paul could do what? Talk to me, church. Stop pretending. He could do what? Demand it. That is why, if you see my position with many of you, I never make demands. Yeah. Can I make certain demands of you? Yes. I could demand it in the name of what? Christ. Because it is the right thing for you to do. So if it is the right thing, he cannot demand demand for you to do it a lot of people this is where they miss it what you are being asked to do is the right thing but if it's demanded of you then it is like a fight I've been here for how many years when I say marry the right way is it the right thing to do can I demand you to do the right thing why do you leave church? Because you have been demanded to do the right thing. Why is he going to demand it? He gives a reason. The first Wahili word I ever read, I've ever learned was "kasababu." <laughs> kwasababu is, is the first Swahili word I ever learnt yes and I remember where I learnt it I was leaving Parkland Sports Club 2006 yes just like 5 meters from the gate is when I, I learnt that word Kwasababu yes <clears throat> and I've never forgotten it up till now because it is the right thing to do. Hmm. Are you here? Next time you are making a decision to change your phone. You see, we have... have, have we after, by the way, where is Amos? Amos, I don't trust you, by the way. This young man, I think he has 24 numbers. Amos 3, Amos 4, Amos 5, Amos Wanjala. Wanjala, uh, I think he has 24 numbers. (laughs) How many numbers do you have? Be honest. Ten? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. It cannot be three. I think he has about 20. Yeah. It is the right thing. You see, when you see somebody who has about four different lines, you see, already, um, you, you take what we say for granted. Hey, the person is using one number where you can reach him, right? Three other numbers is so that other people cannot reach him. But because you can reach him, you're very happy. Wait till it's your turn to suffer. Uh-huh. You can't be trusted. Huh? If you're dating a young man who has secret numbers, today he's sitting with you, he removes the phone number, he says, why are you putting... He says, so, go down, go down. In your job. <laughs> In your job. And <laughs> may I will mean, tell you the truth. There's there's a problem with you. <laughs> you understand? Yeah? There's a problem with you. Huh? huh. You you have no that's no, it. You just came to mind. But stick to two numbers. Maximum. The person can just appear with another number. It is a demand. It is a right thing. There is no wahala with it. Are you listening to me? You see, if the demand made of you is wrong, you are under no compulsion to do it. But Paul says, it is the right thing for you to do. What I'm going to ask you is the right thing for you to do. So I can demand of you. Many of you sit here and you don't want any demand. In fact, some of you young men, you even want to marry women and you don't want them to have any demand of you. Okay, now the message is about to change. People want to be in relationships and they expect absolutely no demands. I said marriage, not boyfriend, girlfriend. Listen, if you're dating, hmm? if if you're dating. And you're sleeping with one another, eh? Hmm? That face of the relationship is not a face where there must be demands. Because you have slept with me, buy me earring, buy me. So you open your leg, buy me earring. You open your leg, buy me sugar. You open your leg, buy me. That face of relationship should have no sexual demands from you, no sexual demands from him, you laugh, it's the most wonderful face of any relationship, because the marriage is coming, that's the bulldozer one so, once you date, you're supposed to enjoy it, because when you marry you soon wish that you are back to dating yes yes so don't cloud it with these useless things. Some of you, if they don't buy you handkerchief for your birthday, may jam. Hey, hey. Is he your birthday keeper? Wait till, are you with him because of your birthday? No. That face should have absolutely no demands. Yes? If he feels like buying you tamu, on the day he buys you the tamu, appreciate God for his life for the tamu. But you see, when, listen, watch this, whenever, young men, listen, whenever you enter a sexual relationship with a woman, be ready She feels entitled to something from you. I don't know what who trained women to think like that. It's as if there's a trade going on. (laughs) For whoever made you believe it, huh? You see, that's why I don't like this church. (laughs) Buy me credit buy me credit. If they don't buy credit, we may jam. It's like he's a right. He has to take care of you. He has to and the reason is because you see the thing is no longer pure. You've compromised the purity of that face, of that relationship. You've compromised it. He has paid your dowry. He has come, brought you before God's altar to bear witness to that holy matrimony. When you go home, you don't have to ask him. He will provide food. You don't have to ask him. He will provide steamer. You don't have to ask him. He will provide shoes. You don't have to ask him. He will provide clothes. Is there a demand? No. Responsibility. But now since u na fungwa mapema Ukona 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 demands. Do hmm. you understand? Oh, yeah. Yes. And then for that phase, if you are opening Mapema. Then you just also do what? Uh, then one day he says, oh, I, I, I need another one. Yeah. My, my, my huh? I need another one. Huh? So if you don't like me because I teach this thing, you know, amazingly, do you know the people who don't like me in this church? Is the girls. Hey.
2: Hey,
1: I can bet you that there are many brothers in this church, deep down in their hearts, they want to do what I'm teaching. The difficulty they have is that the sisters. The sisters will never allow them to do and to carry the teaching to the logical conclusion. They'll just have to leave. (laughs) And then you see the brother has fallen. (laughs) And I can tell you for sure, it's the same reason somebody will come here, pick A so called daughter from the church and approach them. Many of you, seated here, you are not stable. Anybody can approach you. Yes. Shame on you. Sister, shame on you. I said, Sister, shame on you. Yes. Anybody can come here as long as they speak the love language, they'll pick you from here. That's it. It's the sisters. The sisters sisters are the biggest problem. Hmm? Hmm. This one person is talking against us. Who should I talk against? I said you are the biggest problem. Are you listening to me at all? Yes? I can demand of you. What, What am I demanding of the young men? To do the right thing. That's a demand. Do the right thing. Before you start wearing the same cloth with one another, do the right thing. I don't care if you leave here and go and put it as your DP. I don't care. I said before you start wearing the same, you have not qualified and you have not paid the price to wear the same color of cloth. If that makes me your enemy... You have not read the Bible... I could demand it of you... Because it is the right thing to do... At At which point in my existence... Will I allow a young man to come pick my daughter and go live with my daughter without doing the right thing? At which point in my life, if I won't allow it for my daughter and I'm establishing the relationship, that gives me the authority over some of you, not all of you, but over some of you. I'm establishing it without doubt. I got you to this point where you can now see that some of you, you have not masturbated for the last two months. It's a blessing. I'm anointed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it takes to teach and teach until a brother that is used to masturbating looks at a oh boy and says, Charlie, I'm passing by. I say, if the Holy Spirit doesn't sit on me, I, I want to go full blast and full evangelistic. Yes. Yeah. Some of you, you look at yourself, the last time you ejaculated, you had volumes and you are like, wow, I've never seen this copious, copious amount. Copious, it's copious. It's copious because it's been a long time. This is copious. It's copious. I'm establishing what gives me that authority, uh, so he's asked, I could demand it. Paul, he said, "You see, I'm asking for a favor. There are people I don't command them. If you're around me, I will rarely command you. I I don't. I hate that language of command. Ah, no, 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 command. Ah." I don't exert, I don't regard myself. You see, when you start throwing your power about, that's why when I appoint people into office, I try to teach them that Charlie, calm down. You see, I've appointed one short sister like this into one penny penny position. Hey, the person is even commanding things I can't even command. So I try to teach them, you see, a lot of times, instead of using command, you use appeal. So it depends on the person you are dealing with to see the wisdom. Can I command? Yes. But I would rather I appeal to you. So sometimes the people around me don't understand why I don't command. If you are waiting for command, eh, you, go, you go way tired. A lot of time, I will suggest. Yeah? So, he was appealing to him. Verse 9. I think I have to close now. But because of our love, eh? Because of? I prefer simply to ask you. Not that he doesn't have authority. And you see, that's the thing which deceive many people. Yeah? When you see a man who is more like, let's talk, hey, he doesn't have authority. Then when they see one who doesn't have even the authority, but he's commanding plenty, they're like, yeah. you're deceived. One, it that the difference is that one knows when to exercise power. Yes. Huh? Like there are some people, they come to this church like they are doing a favor. Hmm? I can command them to stop that nonsense. But I teach it. Pre-adventure, do you hear me? Yeah, because of our love. <laughs> yeah. do, do, do you get it? Yeah? Because of what? Our love. I prefer simply to what? Ask you. Sometimes, eh, never put your father in a position where he has to use his power. You may not endure it. When he's at the level of asking, make use of it. I've spoken wisdom to you. Do you understand? Until is it one day when one day I took water and I washed my hands of some people's case. When he's asking is when wisdom do it, do it. Like where I come from in West Africa, my hey, father. Until one day your father stands and says, I disown you. You see that your father is a rich man, but now you are under the bridge. Eating yesterday's Ugali that fell from the uh, Takataka by mistake. You, you, then you see. You see, when he's asking you, apply wisdom. When you see a man who can command you, rather asking you, I'm teaching you something. Your boss who could command you. He said, could you please? That's not something you take for. He could easily command you. He's simply what? Asking you. Consider this as a request from me. Paul, an old man. And now also a prisoner for the sick. At this time when Paul was writing this letter, he was 60 years old. He was 60 years old and he wasn't talking about his age as in the chronology of his age. He was talking of being an old man by virtue of the things he has suffered. The imprisonment, the shipwrecks. Do you understand? It's made him older than he actually was. Some of you seated here by reason of what you have seen me suffer. Do you understand? You should understand that some of my instructions to you. Our request to you. Comes from a place where you can't toy with it. He's telling him, an old man. And now also a prisoner. For the sake of Christ Jesus. Careful. Verse 10. Let's finish it quickly. I appeal to you. To show kindness to my child. Onesimus. <laughs> I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Do you know who Onesimus was? Onesimus was Philemon's slave. So he did something in the household of Philemon and ran away. Then he ended up in prison. I don't want to prophesy to some of you. He ended up in prison who does he meet he meets paul did you get it so while in prison paul ensures that philip uh, um, onesimus is now saved so he's now his father in the faith many of you sit there i'm your father in the faith You came to the church with a Roman Catholic Bible blue and yellow with no faith. I preach until Christ is formed in you. I am your father in the faith. You and your yellow Catholic Bible. You came to the church with your mouth full of ka. I preach until Christ is formed in you. I'm your father in the faith. And even when I was still preaching and you were still smelling of mungoka, I continued preaching. Doing washings. Which washings? Washings by the teaching of the word of God. Until one day you got up, and when you smelled the mungoka, you got angry with yourself. Ah, Christ has been fully formed in him. Yes. Now you walk around the church. When I said, Come and um, he said, I have to be in a meeting somewhere. Hmm. Hmm. Now Christ is formed in you. You have forgotten who is your father in the faith. When you had the ugly glasses on, I was still your father in the faith. (laughs) Now if you wear designer glass, because you're looking at me through designer glass, I, I don't qualify to be your father. do forget. I was there when you couldn't buy. Your, your glass was very ugly. A yes. picture song had one ugly glass like that. The tumble. Yes. When I was raising you up, your glass was ugly. You see, now you cannot say I was talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> now if you are watching me through designer glass, Instead of saying, wow, my father is a designer father. You are saying I don't operate like T.B. Joshua. If I, if I, if I... If I, <laughs> 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 I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Yes. Show me one person who came. Hey, I didn't, I've never stolen pastors. I raise pastors. If there's a calling on your life, I raise pastors. Huh? Hey, even if you are not a pastor and you hang around me for a while, you'll see that you've become a pastor. If you love the Lord, you want to work for the Lord, you just hang. Before you know it, you enter the trap to become a pastor. As pastor Edwin where he was going before he, he got Christ was formed in him. Yes. Some of you, you were on your way to arm robbery. <laughs> <laughs> and when we met and we started preaching Christ, now Christ is formed in you. Yes. Hey, some of you, and eh, all the pictures you take eh, before. You couldn't take them. Now that Christ is formed in you. Uh (laughs) hey! Hey. if you like get angry, I'm teaching. So he's telling Philemon that your slave who offended you am now his what? Father. Some of you, I, I sat in a meeting not too long ago of two sisters who were fighting, and in that meeting, there was something that was in contention, and one of the sisters was demanding it give it back to me. Hey, I've been here. For Next year, April will be my 15 years of being in this country. I've never been in any pastoral meeting. I've sat on pastoral meeting discussing people's problems, you know, resolving issues. I've never sat in a meeting where somebody talked in that tone and that manner, like in that meeting like my presence didn't even mean anything to the best. So I want it back. I'm like, so I started playing back all my meetings. If anybody has ever talked this way, I sat there, you should see me subdued. So I was trying to make an appeal to this young, could you Kindly let it go. No, 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 I, I want it back. I, I, I need it. I need it. Nobody in my years of being in pastoral meetings, in meetings where even people were about to be slapped. Do you understand? I've never seen that kind of. And that day I knew something was wrong. And you see, when you take that path, When you take that path, where you come, and the the listen, the people I'm talking about, I've seen grow. I've seen you sat there trying to do homework. Today, that fatherly it means nothing to you. I'm, I'm. You see, I'm still on the same. In case you are wondering, what am I teaching? I'm teaching my son. I prayed for you as you went off to school. Today, today, this young lady, I don't need to. I, who, I don't. Who is talking? About? The, I. Instead of following what I'm teaching, you are you are following something else. This young lady, I can command her. Do you understand? Sit down. No explanation. Sit down. Do you know what she was doing when I found her? Do you know what she was doing when I found her? This is what she was doing when I found her. And I preached until Christ be formed in her. This is what she was doing when I found her. so tomorrow when she goes off and says she's going to marry Ishmael Ishmael and I said you are doing no such thing I I forbid you discussion over she should listen because this was what she was look at what was coming out of her mouth when I met her does that thing look like the Holy Ghost When I met her, her brains was half-cooked. After teaching, 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 her brain has resurrected. She has gone back to school. She's learning something. The other day, she was trying to teach me something. She was learning in school. And I said, if I was this one, your brain just resurrected the other day. Christ is formed. Should I now beg? You are good... You're a good assistant. <laughs> hey. Look at her mouth. What was coming out? Is it godly? Is it a good thing? But she was zealously affected. Now, when I ask her to be zealously affected in doing things for God, should, should it be a, a fight? Gitonga, should it be a fight? No. (laughs) Okay, Gitonga doesn't know what we're talking about. I think you understand the message now. Yes. So, you see, Philemon will soon know the place of Paul in his life. But Paul is establishing that Onesimus is my son In the faith. If you are fighting with her and I ask you to forgive her, it settles the matter. How? This church, they are not fair at all. Other people will be offending other people and then they'll be just using apostolic authority to just... How about my healing? How about my healing? You see, it's about who is asking you. It's not your brother you're fighting in the house with your, your brother, and then your mother comes and says, Stop. It's, it's not up for discussion. It's about who is asking you. If your fellow, like I used to fight with my brother a lot, and sometimes my younger sister is trying to be the referee, and it can never work. Sometimes in settling a fight, it's about who is. Stopping the fight, yeah. You can be fighting down here in the street, and then other people fight. You fight, but if you're fighting, then you see, um, is it KDF, those guys with a stick? KDF, GSU. If a GSU comes to settle the fight, once you see the guy, Charlie, nobody will tell you, just do what you are being told. <laughs> so it's about who is stopping. They're What it means is that there are certain levels of relationship where you should believe that this person is enough to tell you what chaikai Yes, <laughs> You're fighting with your husband. You sit in front of me. And then I'm telling you, I want you to forgive. I want you to... Hey, apostle, you don't know what I'm talking about. I... Eh, eh, eh. GSU is saying, stop fighting. I'm going to argue with GSU. Lynette, is the teaching entering? One day Lynette jammed, I'm a jam, over the color of her t-shirt. <laughs> what she wanted to do to the person who took his, her purple booked t-shirt <laughs> you want to take something from a lawyer, it's a purple colored t-shirt lawyers are in love with purple when they go and anyway, purple has a spiritual significance if I tell her forgive, don't fight do this, should she argue that's the teaching No. I removed the Holy Ghost from her mouth. (laughs) Back to my scripture. (laughs) So, uh, Onesimus is my son in the faith now. Alright? Verse 11. Quick. So, Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past. But now, he's very useful to both of us. In fact, he's using, he's playing on the meaning, Paul is playing on the meaning of Onesimus' name. Formerly useful, less useful, or useless. So he's playing on the meaning of his name. Do you understand? To speak to Philemon, that he was once useless, but now he's useful to you and I. Let's go. I'm sending him back to you. And with him comes my own heart. Hey, can your pastor write such a letter to you? (laughs) I'm sending with, with him my own heart. We even send full human beings to some people and what they do to them. Now you are sending the heart alone. <laughs> Verse 13. Let's go. Quick. <laughs> Who is there? I wanted to keep him here with me while I'm in these chains for preaching the good news. And he would have helped me on your behalf. Verse 14. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent. Wow. Wow. Some of you, when your father show you respect, you abuse it. Look at Paul. He's talking to Philemon and he's like, I don't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. So I want you to do something because you were what? Willing, not because you were forced. Many people became shepherds by force. Now, if you've got to do something, you've got to do it willingly, not because you were forced. Verse 15. It seems Onesimus ran away for a little while so that you could have him back forever. Hmm. Are you getting blessed? He's no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now, he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So, if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. (laughs) Verse 19. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it. And I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. (laughs) Before you do that, before you respond, eh, I, I will mention it though that you, you owe me, which means that the position Onesimus was in currently with Paul, once upon a time, Philemon himself was in that position with Paul. It took Paul for him to become saved and now has a church in his house. So I won't mention. Paul is a very wild man <laughs> oh you say I owe you but you see I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to mention that <laughs> your soul now you have got to decide if you're wise verse 20 yes my brother please do me this favor he's talking to a man who owes him his soul to do him what? Some of you, after a pastor has taken care of you, nurtured you, wow! Seen to it that you are now spiritual, a good brother, they cannot even ask of anything of you. They can't even ask a favor of you. Do this favor for me, for the Lord sake. give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even but we know you. One more thing. Please prepare me a guest room for me. For I'm hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. Epaphras My fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus sends you his greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. I feel like telling somebody, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Yeah. It is what will guarantee that you will do what is required of you. Yeah. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I've established that there are relationships that gives the audacity For you to be told what to do. True or not true? And those who cannot nurture that relationship, don't go far. Amen. Amen. Next week Sunday, final part of my son. Yes. Oh, you, you gotta be here. I think it's that Sunday the Holy Ghost will not sit on me. (laughs) Sunday, I'm going to revisit all my messages in my son. And I'm going to visit my messages in a unique way. Yes, what I've taught you for years. (laughs) My son. I've been teaching you for years now. Huh? We're going to tell your neighbor about next, Sunday. next Sunday. We shall revisit the messages. My son. My son. Rise up on your feet. You can take your card now, right, with your problem, put it in front of you. The Lord is about to minister to us. Hmm say prophesy papa (laughs) I should go deeper deeper. (laughs) I should enter (laughs) (laughs) lift your two hands as we are about to go deeper papa I want you to pray if you have destroyed any form of relationship that was God given I want you to pray for restoration I want you to pray for restitution God should give you the wisdom the grace for restored relationships even a relationship between you and your father a relationship between you and your mother I don't know about you but I need you to pray that God will help you to not destroy that which was placed to take you to your destiny. God has placed your father in your life. I want you to pray for that relationship. I want you to pray that God will use that relationship to be the thing that places you on the grounds of destiny you will not be a failure, you will not be a byword, whatever the devil has purpose in your life it will not stand by reason of these mended fences do not be the one who breaks the edge that the serpent bites I want you to pray right now in the name of Jesus oh yes, oh yes, oh yes I cannot hear you. Lift your voice. Pray. Pray. Pray for your life. It is expedient. It is important. Wherever God is taking you. It is important that this relationship. Even that of your father. That of your mother. Young man don't hand it in your heart. Young lady don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart.
2: Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
1: We stand before you in Zion. Whatever trappings of the
2: enemy.
1: That we have stepped foot in Zion. We are escaping snares. We are escaping traps la luga barria de la meleguera de olema santa susa bolia da la son palidea y cacaya cacapala cata el dos así así la
2: boblepidia
1: Nel Andes de Besqui para dulia Peredo Sundar Bahá Now, listen carefully. I want us to pray. I feel the leading of the Spirit for us to pray this prayer. When the enemy wants to destroy your life, one of the first things he will do is to remove divinely placed relationships in your life. One of which is a father, one of which is a mother. listen to me listen carefully a lot of people think that the book of Malachi talks about tithe and that's it you'll be surprised that God's final words the moment God spoke these last words in Malachi he never spoke again for another 400 years until John the Baptist came Said, prepare ye the way. That is the first time God sent a word again. What did He say in the last words of Malachi? He says, and in that day He will send these two messengers, and He says, It is to tend the heart of the fathers, behold. I will send you send okay. The, give me just the last words. Good. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So, when you read the last chapter of Malachi, God's emphasis is on the connection between sons and fathers. And when it is not working, there is an introduction of a curse. So, those of you who sit down and say, My father doesn't talk to me, I'm, I'm fine. You see, a curse has been introduced and you are unaware of it. Some of you, that is what is fighting you. I'm no longer talking to my mother. A curse has been introduced. He's to turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers. Even if you know Ephesians 6:4 or not. you didn't see that one coming (laughs) do you understand what I'm saying yes when it's not working there is an introduction of what a curse look look listen listen all it took for Ham to destroy his generation was for him to dishonor his father I want you to pray this prayer listen to me any part of your life that has been destroyed because of this verse, I want you to plead for mercy. Listen, some of you, you provoked your mother and your mother looked at you and said, You you will grow up, you will see how it feels like, you will suffer. You provoked your father. He uttered something. Today, you actually reaping what you have sown. Is anybody listening to me? Oh, you've gone home. Let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) Somebody who was supposed to be a father said you. It will never be. One man, he had a stepson and he told me, this boy will never prosper for me to ask him a glass of water. Do you know what it takes to get a glass of water? Nothing. But he said he will not prosper even so much that he can buy waters that he will ask him for a glass of water. Any utterance, I want you to cry. You see, a lot of time is you who is in the wrong, so I'm not asking you, bind it, bind it, bind it. After Reuben slept with his father's concubine, it was not Reuben who said, Let Reuben not die. In Deuteronomy 33, 6. May his men not be few. No, it was Moses who came later. Do you understand? And try to mitigate the case By his pronouncement. Ruben is dying. Let him not die. And may his men not be few. As for you. I am asking you. In fact call it Mercy Sunday. Ask for just mercy. Because some of you. Once upon a time you were very stubborn. And I have not mentioned your name. And Something was said, all right. Lift up your two hands, say this after me. Say, Father, Father, today I declare mercy on my head, on my destiny. Any fatherly relationship, destiny connection that resulted in a curse on my life. Mercy, Lord mercy Lord, lift your voice and plead for mercy, plead for mercy, plead for mercy don't be too proud, plead for mercy, something went wrong in a relationship something was uttered and a father spoke and said it won't be well with you, today you want to plead mercy on your life you want to plead mercy on your destiny Irazua kazuba la baba irata brandaria badiado irata kayaba ya baba irata parabara mere mahandia irozu zezana zulia iremlegade brataria maseloda yendo bayo samba legraya irado san maria ba ida bayan act of cognition. Or an act of omission in a relationship that should have blessed my life that became a curse to my life. Mercy, oh Lord, mercy, oh Lord, child of God, lift your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, mercy on my head, mercy on my life, mercy on my destiny. rezu Azuma Equa adiosona Elimbe de Dede de, e Adua. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. Mercy Lord. We cry mercy. Mercy. Destiny changing father. eluma Koparia Adia. Ilitua e Azuma Lebadai. A I cannot hear you. Pray for yourself. Mahaya. Sometimes it is even a teacher, a teacher, a teacher, a teacher. In luzes azande, e luzes azande, e vem dele me que bligu discu adele me atai, e Satabula, atele makapai. Merci Lord, merci Lord, a bea, a bea, ele deixou imperados, indala In the name of Jesus. Lift your two hands. Lift your two hands. Father, just like Moses, in Deuteronomy 33, 6, declared over Reuben and declared over the tribe of Reuben, I stand here today and I declare over Rubens in the building any man or woman that is suffering the effects of spoken curses as a result of dishonor in relationships pertaining to authority and today they are in a battle for their life. A battle for their destiny. Like Moses, I stand and I declare. May Rubens not die. May their men not be fooled. Whatever destiny has supplied. That this battle is killing. I declare from this very hour that your life will not be a proverb. That your life will not be a byword. Whatever spiritual missile has been sent to destroy your life in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare by the power of the Holy Ghost, You are free in the name of Jesus. Any battle you are in, the battle of your life, the battle of your destiny, the battle of your existence, today by the word of Yeshua HaMashiach, I release the mercy of God over your life. What was calculated for your destiny. Action, I declare it shall turn out for your good. I declare over you in Zion, all things will work together for your good after today. In the mighty name of Jesus, any form of battle that has clouded your glory anyone that has vowed that it shall not be well with you I declare O lord that your mercy will against this pronouncement in the mighty name of Jesus let your mercy oh lord intervene in this matter in the mighty name of Jesus I speak over your life it is well with you your wasted years I restored to you your life will find balance your f- life will find meaning your life will find purpose from this very hour the heavens over your head is open and mercy is poured on your life Whatever the enemy decreed, mercy says no. Whatever the enemy has declared will come to pass, mercy has declared no. Mercy has declared no. You are walking under the canopy of divine mercy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a big clap offering. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You can do better. Amen. Please have your seats. Are you blessed? I can't hear you. Are you blessed? Wow. What a blessing. I declare to you that this week, the first week, of October shall be a week of mercy. You will find mercy where there was wrath. You will find mercy where there was disfavor. You will walk in seven days of unprecedented mercy. Your head will be covered by mercy. I see mercy redirecting your life. I see mercy pushing you towards the door of opportunity. This is seven days of mercy. Shout, I receive it.
0: Thank you, Lord. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaklau. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.